Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. So glad you're here for some fun listener questions. Ricky and Scott join me today, and it's a fun show, I got to say, because your questions really bring us to our toes. We got a great question about a primer on Genie Plus and how things have changed for this guest who has not been back to Walt Disney World since 2019. He was very comfortable with Magical Express and Fast Pass. So we kind of get him up to speed as quickly as possible with Genie Plus and getting to and from the airport and how he can have a great trip here next month. We also talk about making ADRs for a split stay, especially with Star Cruiser Reservation. That's kind of unique. We also talk about going to California Grill if you have a small child. Is this recommended? Is this allowed? We discuss that. This and many more topics coming your way on today's show. Don't forget our podcast is always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out today. For all your Disney trip planning needs, the agents are standing by right now over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. Thank you so much for that. And our patrons get a bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. Come on over, patreon.com. Slash be our guest podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2268 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman, from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope you're having a great week and getting ready, all the lizards, to head down to Walt Disney World for the final race weekend of the 2023 race season. It is time to be surprised. Springtime surprise. What's the theme? Is it Pixar? Is it Toy Story? I guess it's Pixar. And we're going to have a good time running 5K, 10K, and the best part, 10 miles. No half marathon, no full marathon. God bless the springtime surprise. I love it. We're going to have a great time getting some fun medals and making some fun memories. So if you're headed down safe travels this week, and uh, see you there. Say, hey, if you see me, we're going to have a good time. I'll be at Pop Century. All right, before we do that, we got to get down to business. We got to have some uh, some podcasts for you to listen to on your travels. So joining me today to answer your listener questions, we can't neglect those. We have Ricky from themouseforless.com. Ricky, happy Wednesday. What's going on? How was uh, Lucy's first Easter? Uh, Lucy's first Easter was fantastic. The Easter bunny came and uh, Lucy got a stuffed duck, which was uh, very cute. And, uh, and mom and dad got, you know... Uh, peeps and uh chocolate easter bunny so i know a lot of people don't like peeps but yeah. i am Peep. a fan yeah, so. peeps are garbage but go ahead no they're not garbage they're fantastic i love them uh so they're <laughs> quite delicious um and actually i found out a few years ago that a really good way to make um hot chocolate even better was to put in a peep so uh there's your tip for the day uh it's just to make it even more sugary and ridiculous exactly put a peep in there uh, but yeah, so uh, the Easter Bunny came. We had a, a good time uh, throughout the day. Uh, Brian and I are kind of nerds. Uh, I mean, like you didn't know that before. Uh, but um, we actually uh, watched, not only did we watch uh, the 
1992 Walt Disney World Easter Day Parade, which, by the way, rest in peace, Easter Day Parade. I miss you so very much. Um, but we also uh, rented the movie Easter Parade, the one with Judy Garland. Uh, I, that's a Brian thing. I don't know what it is. It came from the 1992 Easter Parade because they sang the song in the parade. And so he's like, we should really, you know, watch that movie. So we ended up watching the movie Easter Parade. So that's what I ended up doing on Easter. <laughs> it was fantastic. So I watched, if you were going to report back on what I watched on Easter, I watched the Cardinals get smoked out by the Brewers and yeah. I watched the end of the Masters and then my eyelids, you know, and that's because that's what golf on TV does. It's the Masters, it's, right? It's, yeah. it's, uh, it's Jim Nance. It's his voice. And I thought about doing the whole intro in the Jim Nance style. But, uh, yeah. Welcome to the, the Be Our Guest podcast. Uh, we're, mm -hmm. we're at episode 2,268. Uh, Give me to answer your listener questions here on a Wednesday. Uh, be ready. But I thought everybody would lose everybody already, especially yeah, I think people are driving down to the southeast for the race. That'd be dangerous. We don't yeah. about driving onto the shoulder. No, but it sounds like a fun time. That, that's a cool way to reflect back on uh, some Disney history and some yeah. movie history. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Uh, yep. Not my style, but I love that you guys are nerds like that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mike. I love it. Also joining us. Now, Pam Forrester, apparently rumor has it she will be back next week. We don't know. She has taken up residence in Florida for the year of 2023. We're pretty sure. But uh, she went on a pretty epic cruise last week. We're going to hear about and it wasn't a Disney cruise. We're going to hear uh, a little bit about that. And she's at Walt Disney World right now. So joining us, Scotty G. He's our uh, ultimate stand in. What's going on, Scott? Happy Wednesday. Happy to be here, Mike. You know, if if Pam isn't here, she's at Walt Disney World. If I'm in, not here, I'm usually at Walt yep. Disney World. So that's kind of, we just kind of tag team, you know, like our trips together but yeah happy to be here again answering some listener questions my favorite show to record but let me tell you about peeps um i used to love peeps as a kid and then i think as an adult you just like grow tired of them but we did one easter um at the beach club they had the the s'more kits out and instead of marshmallows they had peeps that was kind of cool to uh to make your s'more with a peep at the um at the beach club but the weirdest thing i saw this season was peeps flavored pepsi have you ever yeah, seen that's this not okay not okay like, I no i swear like that's how the peeps market is now it's just like what can we make peeps flavored you know let's do the 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 i don't know like the peeps pasta sauce like which would be, just be awful but they want to do that with everything it's just, it's just so crazy but yeah um no peeps for me but i do want to just mike real quick just uh congratulate maybe anyone that got in for their marathon race weekend registration <laughs> I, did, yesterday. I did not want to bring that up because again we're recording before this happened and lord knows how that went <laughs> i mean yeah. we still might be trying to pack our patients in and we're waiting to get in right you may not have gotten in yet yeah but uh you know if you're still up there you know been awake for 30 hours straight <laughs> trying to get into that registration more power to you um, let's please, just hope it, yeah. it all is going well for you. Please don't refresh. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so fresh. I have to refresh. Oh, that is the most frustrating. I only laugh because I signed up through a charity this year. Else I'd be going through that pain. I, I, cause I'm signed up for my two races that I know that I'm doing at least until princess 2024. So like the pressure's off for me right now. So it, it, that's a great feeling, but man, I just, cause I, I didn't get in last year. Thank God for either you or Wade got me in on a, like a second chance. I have five screens, never got through. And you know how much I love Dopey and it just, uh, God, it's a crap shoot. I hate that. I hope, I hope I, by the time the show comes out, I hope everybody got every racer. That was a great sentiment. Let's hope. Yeah. 
Well, that's who knows. Let's be real. That's going to be impossible because there's that's the the crazy thing about Run Disney is that there's way more people interested in it than there are slots available. It just it's crazy what they've built with that. That's right. And you just got the chat room fired up. So I did. That's what I do best. That's it. That's it. So good. Just be optimistic. Just you know, have your your glass half full of water when you go to register and just be optimistic and you'll get in just like, just, you have to believe. Don't do that. Cause you can't leave right your now. computer for 30 hours. You will have to get up and pee at some point. So just, you got to hydrate, but hydrate smartly. So I'm just saying, be careful. Okay. First question of the day. It's from Natalie. Who's down in Sydney, Australia, which I love this. My listener show down there. Hey, Mike and crew, a question on split stays and dining reservations. Our party is five Aussies. Three of us are going to Galactic Star Cruiser on 18 September with all five of us checking in at our Disney Resort on 20 September, two at Caribbean Beach, three at Pop Century. I was hoping we could buck our ADR 60 days out from the Star Cruiser date, but I'm assuming it's more likely from Caribbean Beach and Pop booking since we need the whole party available. Thanks so much for your awesome podcast, Nat. First of all, how awesome is it? Again, Australia. I, I mean... We have that little koala bear back here from a listener in Australia, Mel, who sent that to me and some awesome chocolate that I got addicted to immediately. That if I ever go there, I'll be 7,000 pounds because that stuff was just like, I couldn't keep it out of my hands. Um, but this one, I, I here's the thing. I mean, I think you can make the ADRs of 60 days for everybody. They don't check. Like, you know, say three people are checking in, you can still make an ADR for five, right, Ricky? Yeah, you should be able to. I mean, I, um, I, I don't think that's a thing. I just don't know because they're going to be on the Star Cruiser. Um, you know, that has its own like dining experiences because you're basically on the Star Cruiser. So I don't, that's the question that I have is, is I don't know if they'll be able to make it, make dining reservations for the Walt Disney World portion of the trip because they're technically not at Walt Disney World. They're in space. So I, you know, I say that kind of, you know, jokingly, but it's a totally different animal so i really don't know if you'll be able to book that until your actual walt disney world trip pops up so and i'll be uh, honest yeah. i don't book star cruiser and you might be shocked there because i book a lot of travel for the magic for less but when a star cruiser reservation comes through i hand it off to another agent because i'll tell you what they're, they're big trips and they're exciting to book but they are really intensive on how much information you need to get that booked from a guest and i book a lot of travel so i hand that off to some of our some people that are more experts in that and have more time to devote to that kind of a specialty trip so i don't book star cruiser so i don't know the specific answer scott you had you think that it's going to be more for the world portion rather than the yeah, galactic star well because my thought is they're separate confirms so if I have a Caribbean beach and a beach club and that they connect, I can't, I can't start booking into my beach club dates until that reservation starts its day at 60 days. Right. So since they're separate reservations, they would, you would not be able to do the 60 days plus is kind of how that goes. So you'd have to wait until the Caribbean beach or the pop century uh, reservation starts. But my thoughts were, I'm just saying like, okay, say your 60 day starts, whatever day it doesn't matter and there's only three people checking in that day could you not still make reservations for five people on that oh yeah days? you absolutely could yeah. you can yeah. you can book a party of eight yeah, at the restaurant what allowed. it's whatever the restaurant allows for because yeah. you don't have to put each individual on the reservation you just put 
Scott Gardner and Six Gust, basically. Right, exactly. That's but usually I, what I end up doing. That's yeah. the, okay. Here's the other thing that's curious about this with Galactic Star Cruiser, with it being such an immersive thing, like you never leave the bubble of that's, that. I mean, do they even let you make ADRs? Because that's what I'm like, saying. I don't you know if they let like, you make the Star Cruiser. So why would you ever need ADRs? Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. You're not leaving because you. Because I always think of it as like a cruise line experience. So like yeah. the. The port, the port adventure might like might end at 4 p.m. So everyone's got to be back <laughs> on the ship, right? So like you can't go to like homecoming at seven or else because the ship's already gone. So I don't. Yeah, that's a good question because yeah. it's so yeah. immersive. I mean, you couldn't it's even so make insulated. like a sci-fi. Like you couldn't yeah, eat like yeah. something in the studios. You couldn't do like a tune-in yeah. or something. No, 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 because you're you're technically on the ship. I mean, and even when you go to Batu, like you don't really. I don't know of a lot of people that leave, you know, and go do other things in, in Hollywood studios that day that you, you're, you're insulated in, in that star Wars universe at that point. So I don't think that you are making any ADRs. The only thing you would be making would be, I think they, they did have two separate dining experience, like times on uh, the star cruiser. But I think, I think with everything that's happened with the star cruiser, I think they only went down to one. Mm -hmm. So I don't even think you make any, reservations really on the star cruiser either so I, I i think you're you're gonna have to wait until you have that reservation for um pop century um which i mean the whole thing is this isn't really good you're gonna be fine on the second yeah. set of dates but yeah the, the, i just like thinking about these these questions because yeah with with the inclusivity of the star cruiser you're nobody's going out to eat because you can't leave right <laughs> like, right I mean, that's the whole experience i think about it, like it's not a hotel like you're no. right scott it's a cruise ship but i mean it's a cruise ship that's you know, virtual, like, you know, you just think it's a spaceship. Yeah. yeah. It's cruise ship in space. All right. Next question it says my Disney education needs an update. It's from Eric, Mike and the BOGP crew. My family's first trip to Disney was November of 2019. And I spent a year listening to your podcast and learning about things like magical express and fast passes. Now we're going again on May 13th for four nights and I feel like a rookie all over again. I've listened to some of your episodes from the past year to try to catch up. But I'm hoping you could give an overview of everything that's changed with navigating around the parks. Here's some of the questions I'm coming up with, mostly having to do with Genie Plus and Lightning Lanes. Okay, as a few. We've got three park days and park hopper. Is Genie Plus worth it? And is it better at some parks? And then he says, can you give me a quick overview of how Genie Plus works? It sounds like you need to buy it the same day if you want to use it. What timeline do you recommend? And when should you buy it? And when can you book? Okay, so that's kind of his first two questions. So, Ricky, do you want to tackle those? Because we've seen now May 13th, I think it'll kind of cool off a little bit from what we've seen over the past week or mm -hmm. two because of spring break crowds. But Genie Plus is sold out even at $35 a day, which I think is a crazy high price per person. Right. But you, you do book a day of, but walk him through that. Is it worth it and is it better at some parks and how does he get it if he wants it? Yeah, so it's definitely better at some parks versus other parks. Um, I feel like it's better at the Magic Kingdom, obviously, because you have so many different attractions that you can take advantage of it at. Uh, and I also kind of feel like it's uh, worth it at Hollywood Studios, uh, just because, you know, again, um, there are so many attractions, especially, you know, attractions that are like e-ticket attractions that you'll be able to use it for. So I think that that's probably a good one to use. Um, Epcot. I mean, not as much, um, especially because there's the option of the individual lightning lane there. Uh, so, and that's for guardians. So I would do the individual lightning lane. Now that's something to kind of explain. So there's two different, there's two different ways that you can buy 
um, Genie Plus slash Individual Lightning Lane. So Genie Plus will get you on most of the attractions except for that like high, high e The highest demand in the parks. Yeah, yep. exactly. Usually so, the top two. Yes. So at uh, Animal Kingdom, that's going to be uh, Flight of Passage. That's that's the lightning individual Lightning Lane attraction. At uh, Epcot, it's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy. At the Magic Kingdom, there's actually two. It's Tron and uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. And then at uh, Hollywood Studios, it is Rise of the Resistance. Now, for those five attractions, you do have to purchase it separately from Genie Plus. So it's a total separate purchase altogether. Uh, so if you want any of those attractions, just know that you'll have to buy that on their own. Um, as for all the other attractions that would have been under FastPass, uh, those are all under Genie Plus. So they're for, you know, whatever the price is for that day. Like Mike said, it varies depending on the day too. So, you know, some days it's $15, some days it's that 30, you know, plus dollars, uh, you know, so it just kind of depends on how busy the park is. Um, and it does, the price doesn't get released until the day of, so you don't know what you'll be paying until that day. Um, it's definitely confusing. We have a whole bunch of guides on the mouse for less to help people understand how Disney Genie Plus individual lightning lanes work. So I'm going to kind of steer you over to the mouse for less and just search for Disney Genie Plus um, and individual lightning lanes. And that will pull up all the guides that we have. Um, we have ones for each different park. So that will help you out, um, I think, a little bit better than trying to explain it fully here because it, it is very, yeah, I know, when you look at when you look at it compared to Fast Pass Plus, which Fast Pass Plus was confusing for a lot of people, Genie Plus and Individual Lightning Lanes are even more confusing. So definitely want to search those topics on the mouse for less for a much easier way to understand it. Well said. And Scott, like once you get it, Basically, you just want to keep getting the next available. That's kind of the best use of it, right? Is to keep getting that next available fast pass, or I'm using fast pass for his terms because that's what he's comfortable with. Right. The next lightning lane reservation through the Genie Plus app, through the service, mm -hmm. so that he has something to um, to go on like next. I mean, you want to basically, it's called stacking them, you know, do that yeah, throughout sure. the day too. So, and his next question is going to be about getting on Tron. So, give him some advice for that. Okay. Well, he did. Ask, he also asked too if it, if it was worth it, right? So he's got a three day park hopper, and he asked, "Is Genie Plus worth it?" And I think the fact that he hasn't been since 2019, um, it's forty, almost like what three and a half years later, because yep, yep. it was like in November. Like I say, it's worth it because I don't think Eric and his family go very often. So I know those prices sound crazy, like depending on the size of your family, but I think it is going to be worth it, especially if you do it early, right away. So, you know, you can start booking some of those earlier in the day and just be on it and just start booking and just continue to book throughout the whole day. I think it's really valuable, especially since you're doing a hopper. Like if you're starting your day at Animal Kingdom and you're going to end at Magic Kingdom, you know, you can get a bunch of those Magic Kingdom ones for later in the day so that you can, you know, do standby for your Animal Kingdom attractions. You hop over to Magic Kingdom, then you got a stack of, you know, fast passes, Genie Plus, Lightning Lanes, whatever you want to call them. There's so many terms yep. for these things, but then I think you're going to be set up. So I will say that it is worth it. Um, but Mike, you said he had a question about getting on Tron. So give us, he wants to know how's his, what's his best option to get on Tron. So he could buy a lightning lane or he can do virtual queue. But yep. I think the thing we got to tell him is that it has been obviously due to the popularity of this brand new coaster at the magic kingdom. It is 
going quickly. So you have to be ready 7 a.m., correct? Is that when they're dropping the virtual key? Yeah, yeah. So they drop them at 7 a.m. like they do with Guardians of the Galaxy, which I know Eric hasn't done that yet either. Um, yeah, so you just got to be right on there. Like we talked about a lot of tricks and tips. You may have heard that through listening to some of these episodes. One thing I like to do, like with my Apple Watch or any other kind of device that you have, I just have it on the seconds mode. So then when I see it at 6.59 in 58 <laughs> seconds, I'm ready to hit refresh. Because by the time it refreshes, boom, it should be right at 7 and I'm ready to go. And they um, are gone in seconds for Tron. Yeah. So don't think that you got like a minute or anything. Like it's gone within 20 seconds, if that. Yeah. Yep. So and, then you're, and then you're assigned a time. So I know they're, with Tron... It kind of, I say this about every single attraction, though, especially if it's the outside element to it. You have that day, night difference. So it's going to be feel different at day or night. So you can't really choose when I'm going to go. They just assign you a boarding group where if you purchase the individual lightning lane, you might have a little bit more control over, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to try to get a night one. But again, those are going to go by fast too, because everyone wants to do the, do the ride. So just try the virtual queue, uh, especially if you're going to do Genie Plus. Maybe that'll save you a little money. So I would try to do the virtual queue right at seven o'clock and you know just try multiple days maybe even if you can if you have the if you have the park reservation and then do keep in mind if uh you miss it at the seven o'clock drop they do have a 1 p.m drop sometimes uh so just keep that in mind too so um and but you have to be in the park for that one o'clock drop so you can't be at you know epcot and try to get you know tron for you know park to park hop later that night you have to be in um in the park uh, and of course you can't park hop until after two. So just keep that in mind as well. There you go. He says, we're staying at Caribbean beach. Am I right that I'll have early morning hours, but not evening hours, correct? That is right. You will get 30 minutes in the morning into the parks, but the evening hours are reserved for, uh, deluxe guests. Um, and it's only select nights. So yes, you'll be able to go 30 minutes early to the parks. And his last question is, how do you recommend getting to the airport, uh, from, uh, to the hotel from the airport now as he shuttles through mirrors? but I'm not sure if Uber is better. I take Uber every time, but I'm usually solo. I've done it with my family though. We're totally fine with it. It's probably the cheapest method. It's actually the quickest method. You have no pre-planning. You just grab the app, you hit a thing, boom, you're gone. Um, you can get to the, you can get there for probably, I usually get there to Walt Disney World from the airport for about 38 to 45 bucks without, you know, before the tip. And then I tip 20% um, on the app, but you can do mirrorsconnect.com. You can schedule that. That's pre-scheduled. That'd be just like Magical Express. You just pay for it. Also, there's a private car service. We recommend Happy Limo. So if you want to look at them. But Scott, you run a car. I mean, you do that too. So yep. no, um, But I think your recommendation is really good. Running the car isn't necessary for everyone. And I don't even know if I'd necessarily recommend that for Eric and his family. You know, you haven't been there in like a long time. Like enjoy the the transportation that you have there use the skyliner you know use the ubers and stuff i think that'll save you some money at the end of the day so i like mike's recommendation of the ride chair all right lens here sparty up a couple questions has the steam train tour returned i don't think it has at walt disney world it has not but the train i don't back. think it has either you got to yeah. build your own tour you just jump on the train and ride it and he says, what tours are available at Disneyland? I know there is one with a visit to Walt's apartment. There is one. They just renamed it. it. It's just come back. It's got a price increase, of course. But there is a tour at Disneyland that is highly, getting great reviews. But I can't remember the name of it because it just got a new name. It was the old Walt. Uh, <laughs> it's all the W's. Walk in Walt's footsteps. But 
now it's got a new name. So I think Main Street's in the name. I want to say. But we'll, I don't. I don't we'll know the new out. name either, Mike. Like well, Main Street with Walt is probably. It, it, yeah, I have no idea what it's, it is either. It just got a new name in the last couple of months, but it's getting great reviews, so you can check that out. All right, next question is from Stephanie in Boise, Idaho. It says room ready roulette question mark. Hello, Mike, Pam, Ricky, and Scott. We'll be heading to the world soon and arriving on a red eye at 6 a.m. We're staying at the boardwalk. My plan is to drop off the luggage with Bell Services, grab breakfast at the boardwalk deli. I still call it the bakery, but you can call it the deli. And then walk to Epcot for a little while once they open. My question is this. I almost always put in a room request. I'm considering not doing that this time. Because we'll probably be really wanting a nap early in the day after our red-eye flight. What's the earliest you've ever had your room ready? Mine usually isn't ready until the set time or after and might lose it that day if I get a text telling me my room isn't ready one more time. Thanks for all you do and for helping us plan our trips to the world. Stephanie out in Boise. So I do this in in I... It, I'm is I think it was Aretha Franklin said ain't too proud to beg because I'm getting in at 830 this Thursday because I'm taking the 515 cheap flight to Florida because it was the cheapest and uh, by a lot of money. And when I get to Pop Century, I do go by the check in desk and just beg for any room. And I'm and I have a preferred booked and I'll tell them I'll take an 80s. I'll take a 90s if it's ready and I can lay down for a little bit score. I don't care. I even though I'm paying extra. That's what I tell them. And that's kind of how I go. So I've actually gotten rooms like eight o'clock in the morning. Um, Scott, have you gotten any like super early, like on early arrivals? I'm never the middle ground. I'm either super early or super late. Like it, so if I land and I don't have my room, if I get the awful text message that says, welcome to Walt Disney World, your room isn't quite ready yet. Then I know it's going to be like five o'clock until I get my room. Like it's even after the 4 p.m. But um. But yeah, I have gotten lucky, but I'm with Stephanie. So like, I used to always love the room request. Like, oh, we stayed here once or I was on touring plans and I saw this view. Like, I got to have that room. And that's usually when I'm waiting to like four or five o'clock. So I just stopped doing the room request. And it's kind of fun because then you never know like what mm -hmm. section you're going to get at Coronado. Is it going to be the Castitas? Is it going to be the Ranchos? You know, like it's kind of fun to play that game and just kind of speculate. And usually your room is going to be better earlier, ready earlier, because you're just like, you put in your arrival time and like, I just want to get in as soon as possible. Just give me any room and then I'll take it. So that's, that's usually going to help in your favor. Yeah. And I, you know, I do, like I say, swing by the check-in desk and I always try to look tore up. Right. I mean, like, man, what a flight, right? I had to sit next to a two month old baby named Lucy who cried the whole way on the plane. Yeah, exactly. Like just <laughs> wore me out. Like I didn't even go to bed last night. I just want a bed. And usually they're like, oh, sir, I feel your pain. I feel your pain. We got a room in the seventies. Is that going to work? I'm like, yes, hallelujah. And they're all happy. I'm happy. And like 30 minutes later, I've had a breakfast sandwich and I'm asleep. So, you know, taking a quick nap and then I'm, at, you know, the magic kingdom by 10. But it's one of those things, like, I think they have mercy on you if they can. Because, I mean, think about it. Like, if you're at a place like Boardwalk, it's huge. There's a lot of rooms. And the thing is, if you narrow the options for them, of course, you're going to be waiting longer. But if you give them every available room in the resort, chances are good. And especially if you go in person and tell them the situation. Like, I've come all the way from Idaho, from the land of the yeah. blue turf. Like, please, bless me with a room. I'd like to hear Stephanie's thoughts on the new rooms, though. I hope, hopefully she gets one of those new rooms. We'd love to hear some feedback, because those... 
that's a reason why I haven't stayed at Boardwalk in a long time. It's like those rooms just felt so dated to me. I'm excited for the new um, renovation. So love to hear your thoughts on those. I agree. That. I agree. And Anthony in the live chat, he said he got his room as early as 9 a.m. And he said, make sure when you do your online check in, put that you are arriving at 9 a.m. Because that does often work for him. And I agree. I always put early. I mean, <laughs> we've had that conversation. Uh, your plane lands at noon. I'm getting there at 10. You never know. You could get a tailwind. Uh, let's see. So next question. Uh, this is from Homesteading with the Herberts on. They're tuned in live on YouTube. If you had one day at Disney, what would you guys do? They have kids ranging from 16 to I guess it's three. I think it says three o'clock. Um, but like to 3000, the three. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a big number. So, you know, I to me still the catch all park. If you're going to be there one day with, with kids is the Magic Kingdom. Am I not right? I mean, that's kind of the. I mean, because with kids, I think, would kids be disappointed going to any other park? Maybe I, maybe not. I mean, because I was thinking Epcot would probably be disappointment, but the studios, they probably have fun. And Animal Kingdom, they probably have fun. I guess it depends on what they're into, you know, as a family. So, you know, if they're into, you know, learning and stuff like that, then, you know, Epcot or, you know, Animal Kingdom might be a good option. But, uh, you know, if they are into Star Wars, maybe, you know, Hollywood Studios is the right choice. If they're into the Fantasyland type stuff, Magic Kingdom, baby. So, you know, that's, that's, it, it just kind of depends on what their family is really into. But I would just pick either your favorite park or the park that, you know, really speaks to you. And just go with that one. Good question. All right, let's go to the... I'm going to get a bunch more questions in here. Michelle's got a question here in the live uh, chat. She's on Facebook with us. If you could eat at any deluxe resort restaurant pre-long race, which one would you pick? Now, this is for dinner. She qualified later on. So it's got to be in a deluxe resort. Scotty G, where are you going? So pre... This is like fueling up for a longer race. She's running the 10-mile. So I'm not your typical runner. Everyone knows this. (laughs) But... (laughs) I'm going to try to put on my runner's cap. Here. I know. So, um, I eat Taco Bell before I run, yeah. so I'm a terrible person for this oh, question. Yeah. So, yeah. And I'm going to, I don't even know how to pronounce it in the restaurant name, which is so terrible for me. I always say the Italian restaurant at the boardwalk. Trattoria Aliforno. Yeah. I don't, I never know it, but that's where I would go. I love the, like, I've done this many times. Mike, you've done it with me too. Yes. I like to get the, I like the car load on some of their pizza because I think they have one of the better pizzas on Disney property Mm -hmm. there too. It's so good. And then you get like a, like a chicken parmesan or like some spaghetti and meatballs. The service is really good there. I love the atmosphere just being right, right there on the boardwalk. It's kind of fun to people watch after your meal. So that's the one I'm going with. I think you're going to win in that case. It's it's a good, good pre-race meal. You know, I'm seconding that because I've gone there pre-race many times. It's easy in and out. It's it's just great atmosphere. And you know what? They have a really good lasagna. It, it looks really cool. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've seen it. It's got like when I get no, it. Well, I, that's why I normally like get, get the okay, shape yeah, of it. It's, it's so like unique. A, yeah, it's like a flower or something. I always take a mm-hmm. picture of that, send it to my wife. She's like, what is that? I'm like, that's lasagna. And that margarita pizza. Like, you got to yeah, get one of those, yeah. too. Like, It's, it's rocking. So, yeah, I'm going to back you up there. Yeah, Trattoria Al Forno over at uh, the boardwalk. What do you say, Ricky? What would you do? That is exactly where I was going to go, too. So, I think we're three for three. Yeah, yeah. look at us. Look at us. So I mean, you got a carb load, right? So, I feel like that's the best slash easiest choice because that's the only real italian option that's not in the parks i feel like so that's where i would have suggested as well so you got il molino which you gotta take your hat off so yeah that's a strike against them they made me take my hat off and that's (laughs) a uh yeah uh 
I was going to say, there's a line from Smokey and the Bandit about taking your head off, but I'm not going to repeat that here. Um, Probably but, not a good call. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah, that, that, but that's, it's, it's a great restaurant too, because it's got good food, good service. It's not overly expensive and it's just easy to get to, right? I mean, if you're at Epcot, you can hop out, boom, you're right there. If you're at Art of Animation, Pop Century, Riv, Caribbean Beach, Skyliner, you know, take a boat to it. You know, it's just, it, it's, it kind of meets a lot of criteria and it's good food. God, now I'm in the mood for some lasagna. Oh, hey, it's a good thing I'll be there. You know what? I got to tell you a funny story. Last night, I'm laying in bed and I have my, so I had to make my own theme park reservations this trip because Scott's not going. What? So I made these last week. I was like, oh my God, I need to make theme park reservations. Scott's not going. So I was like freaked out. I'm like, I hope something's available still. So I got on. Luckily, every park was still available. So I quickly make my park reservations for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And of course, like, yeah, I'm saying it pop. So Thursday, no races, right? And I'm getting there like it. My plane lands at 830 in the morning. So I have the whole day, but I got to go to the expo. So I'm thinking, okay, what's the first thing you think of, right? Scott and I think alike, right? First thing I'm thinking, of, okay, where am I going to eat? So I know exactly where you're going to. So day one, studios. <laughs> so because I'm on the Skyliner and I'm getting lunch at the ABC commissary. Oh, that's not where I thought you were going. I no. thought you were going to go to the Riv and get your, you know. No, nah, because it'll be too sandwich. late. I've already had breakfast all by that point. All right. Like, all right by the time all right. I do I all this stuff. That's a, that's a great pick, though, Ricky. Um, <laughs> I guess I, I knew he was wrong. But I knew 100% he was going to ABC to get that <laughs> buffalo chicken sandwich. Yep. I should have known. I, so, I, failed. I failed. Okay, so I did that. So then, like, I think on Friday, I did Epcot because I got to go to Epcot. Saturday, I did Magic Kingdom. Or maybe it was Magic Kingdom. On, no, it was Magic Kingdom on Friday. Saturday's Epcot and then Sunday I was like Magic Kingdom right for my metal pictures but I looked at my flight and my flight takes off at like four o'clock so I'm not gonna have a lot of time after the race <laughs> so then I'm laying in bed last night thinking okay wait I'm not gonna have a lot of time so I'll run the race I'll go back and take a shower I want to get my pictures with my medals but it's such a hassle to go from Pop Century on a bus to the Magic Kingdom get in there get a picture get on a bus again and come I'm like, I'm just going to go to the studios again, get my pictures with my medals at the studios. They're Pixar medals anyway. And I'm going to have my sandwich before I go home again. So I just, Pam's like, what are you doing? I'm like, changing my medals so I can get a second sandwich before I come home on Sunday. <laughs> I That's how have you do no it. words. That's what you do. No. So I'm going to the studio. No. I'm giving you a slow clap over here because that was, <laughs> no. that, that's epic. Yes. It's no so words. much easier though, right? It'll well, you should chill, do because I have a, because I know your, I know your, um, your nephew loves cars. Yes. And you should take your cars medal back to like the on sunset where oh. they have that cars experience and take a photo with that. Yes, or, that's a great idea. I'm at Pop Century. I just need to go over to Art of Animation. Oh, go over to, yeah. Yeah. That's and like the yeah, you could just do your medal photo. Yeah. At the resort. That, that's but, true. And still go to the studios though. And get yeah. The sandwich. Oh, well, dude, I'm getting the sandwich, but I'll have more time because the thing is I can skyline. I'll be there in five minutes. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. See, I. This, we got to think about these park reservations. I was like, they're like, I'm not going to the magic. Well, that's Kingdom always my strategy though. Out. Like when I stay, when I stay at pop century, I try not to do magic kingdom that much. I'm like yeah. studios in Epcot, like all the time when I'm at pop century. Yeah. <laughs> What's that meme that says like, is like tired magic. <laughs> Some metal pictures on after spring surprise, tired magic kingdom wired Hollywood studios with the sandwich. <laughs> I'm going to make me a meme. Even though you I'm do old. that now. That's why I'm you, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm excited. Okay, next question. Back to back to just uh, let's leave Mike's world here for a second. 
Uh, must use first time at Disneyland from TJ. Hey, Mike, Ricky, Pam and Scott. My fiance and I are planning our honeymoon for driving up the Pacific Coast Highway in December of this year. One of the things we've planned on is spending a few days at Disneyland at the beginning of the trip. We're frequent Walt Disney World visitors and are at a loss for what to do over in Disneyland. My question for you guys is what are some of your absolute must do's for a first timer in Disneyland? Sincerely. Tyler out in Cleveland, Ohio. All right, let's give two things without going into like a dissertation that Tyler has to do first time or Ricky, because Scott and I've talked a lot about Disneyland lately. Of course. Two things. Of course. Um, okay, so obviously any attraction that's not at Walt Disney World, I feel like that's a or or that's different it disneyland versus walt disney world so you know like it's a small world is different there so do that um those boats and then, are so small huh those boats are what? so tiny they're oh so they're skinny. very tiny yes <laughs> yeah 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 um and then i'm he's how how long is he there for did he say oh shoot he's, i deleted it this, i think oh, it was four the, days i yeah, think he said four days four days i think yeah in december so i'm gonna say um make sure that you see their nighttime entertainment um, so definitely see World of Color and definitely see um, the uh, Disneyland. If they have fireworks while you're there, see the fireworks. Otherwise, see the, the production show. They don't have fireworks every single night. So just keep that in mind. They usually have them a lot of times on the weekend um, and because of California law. So, you know, and, and Anaheim, you know, stipulations, stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, that's what I would do. Those are the two must do's, I feel like. Those work. Scotty G, two things for Tyler. T Tyler, my guy, you are doing it right, right though. Doing the PCH drive, like as, as someone that always goes to San Diego, the reason, part of the reason outside of the fact that San Diego is awesome. I love driving up the Pacific coast highway. That is one of the coolest drives in America. You're going to love it. I do it both ways. That, so I may, I'm ha very happy to hear that's how you're going to do it. Um, my two quick answers, Mike, Mickey beignets and Alice in Wonderland best dark ride ever. That is a good dark ride. Okay, so mine, Matterhorn. You gotta do. You gotta be ready though. You, you gotta. This one, you just can't, you cannot be a passive passenger on the Matterhorn. Like you can't get in and say, "Oh, I'm just gonna ride the Matterhorn." The Matterhorn is an interactive experience. You get in, and you hold on for dear life because it is a great ride because it's historic. I mean, you can just like see the. Like the, the Skyliner, or the, not the Skyliner, but the Skyway used to go through there. I mean, can you imagine that thing? Like, in the, there used to be like a big star at Christmas on that sucker. Like, I try to picture all this stuff happening, you know, back decades ago at Disneyland. How cool was that when they built this? I mean, that thing's gigantic. You know, I, when I first got there, I didn't think it would be that big because the castle's small, but the Matterhorn Mountain's gigantic. It's just awesome, but it is, it beats the crud out of you. So be ready, but it is, you'll get off and you'll be like, that was awesome. I feel like yodeling. So ride that. My second thing, God, there's so much, but I'm kind of on this kick lately. <laughs> paddle a canoe. You got to do it. You got to paddle it. December, it could be hairy. It could be cold. It, it was cold when I was out there, but just, you know, man up, get in those things and just be cold. You get a little hypothermia, you know, takes you to the edge and go get a coffee or something. I don't know. It's pretty fun. Now, have you guys done the canoes? Am I the only one that's no. rode a canoe? You're the only one that's done the canoes. I mean, I don't think Scott's done them, right? No. Dude, no. they're crazy. No. It's wild. It's, it's never, I've never seen it open when I've been there. I agree. I've never seen it open when I've been there either. I mean, granted, I haven't been looking that closely, but. 
I'm just not, yeah, not in, not into the news. Oh, and AJ's got a question in the live chat. What was real from the April 1st <laughs> podcast? Okay, so every other thing was true. Yes. We alternated. So if you go back and listen. We started with a real one yes. and went to a fake one. Yes. That way, that way he's not questioning which one is every other. <laughs> I think it was. At least that's how we planned it. We could have screwed yeah, up. Yeah, no, we started AB, with AB. a real one and then we did a fake one and then we did a real one and then we yeah. did a fake Yeah, that's The shark, I, I know, because I started with shark reef. That was real. Yes. And then that the Pluto's real. walking dogs over at Art of Animation. Right. Totally was fake. fake. Never happened. Yeah. You've been hallucinating. Okay. Last question of the day comes from Catherine in Minnesota. Hey, good morning, Mike, Scott, Pam, and Ricky. I first want to give a shout out to Mike for helping us plan our split state of Pop Century and Animal Kingdom Lodge back in February. We got a case of the add-ons, or however you guys say it, and kept booking more days at the front and end of our trip. We had an amazing time and left uh, the weekend princess started I'm super bummed that we went to Animal Kingdom the day you and Scott went and missed you. There's always next time. So we sorry we missed you, but hey, next time, Catherine. Anyway. They missed the great photo shoot of us putting on those like uh animal critter berets in the gift shop. Remember, Mike? Oh yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, that'd have been epic to get a picture of that. Yeah. And he said, anyway, Mike is helping me with a September stay at the Riv again with a night at Pop before our stay at the Riv. I have a question for Scott for our upcoming trip. It's a good thing you're here. I didn't read this one ahead of time. <laughs> I really want to have a nice meal at California Grill since I've heard such good things about it. We have a two-year-old. She'll turn three on our last day. Good planning. And I'm wondering if it would be okay to take her with us there or if children aren't welcome at California Grill. If you suggest against it, any other good options that are in the Disney bubble? While we only have just started going to Disney as parents, this will be our third trip in one year. I have converted my husband to love it, and meals are an important factor for us. I It honestly makes part of the trip, and I look forward to a table service meal. Thanks for all you do. I love listening to the podcast while I'm at work. Catherine, up in Minnesota. All right, Scott, because I've never eaten there. So what's the vibe? Two-year-old, almost three? So Two-year-old two is 100% fine in California Grill. I see it every time I'm up there. There's young children. And that's because, Catherine, it's awesome. Like, parents <laughs> want to go there. So, of course, they're going to take their young children. It's it's expected. You know, you're going to see, like, people dressed up really nicely, you know, having their bottle of wine. Maybe you see a proposal here and there. But you're also going to see families that have just spent 12 hours in the Magic Kingdom this is the only ADR they could find at like nine o'clock at night or whatever. So you're going to see people, you know, like with their theme park clothes on for most of the day too. I mean, you got to have the collar shirt, but you know what I mean? So you're going to see like tired, exhausted people. You're going to see people that are fresh. This is the only thing they're doing that day is California grill. The having your two year old there is hundred percent fine. And I highly encourage you go. Our first time was with our three year old and you know, they gave her the, the funny chopsticks, you know, where like you can actually use them, things like that. She had a riot. Um, that's probably why it's continues to be one of our favorite restaurants. So definitely, Catherine, go to California Grill and enjoy that meal. All right. And let us know how it is, Catherine. We got to hear your review of California Grill because Scott, right, Pam. I might have to make a trip. What was this in <laughs> September? I might have to just make a trip. You may be there. That'd be awesome. And have a great time. I'm so glad that your husband's kind of come around and you guys are making memories as a family at Walt Disney World because Lord knows all three of us, that's what we've done for, for a decade or more at this point. Well, Ricky, now you're doing it with a little one. You're going to take her to California Well, I Grill? mean, I've made, I've, 
Yeah, sure. Why well, not? No, I mean, I now no you're doing it as a parent, though. Like, you got to figure out Yeah, I was going to say, it's not now. like I haven't made memories. No, I'm just saying, but I mean, you have them with a kid. <laughs> I mean, it's all new again. That's I was talking with somebody the other day about you and, and now with Lucy, like how excited I am for you and Brian, because you've done so many things at Walt Disney World so many times. But I'm telling you what, like that next ride on Small World when you're with Lucy is going to be like the first time all over again. It is cool. I know. It is so cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. The, the only thing is, is like I keep having to put off a trip because I want to go for the first time with Brian. And so, you know, I don't want to just appreciate take Lucy that. Yeah, he probably, <laughs> he'd probably like to be a part of the whole experience. I'm just saying from I mean, a dad's point of view. I could easily just take Lucy down there and be like, all right, I'm here at Walt Disney yeah, World. That, but Not I kind of cool. want him to go with me uh, for her first trip. Now the subsequent trips, I don't care, but at least her first trip, I'm I'm here for him to go with me. So trying to figure out when we can line that up is the hard part with our jobs and you know everything and all the other trips we have planned for this year so far. So yeah, that's. If I didn't happen. care about my husband, I would have just taken her already. <laughs> Walt Disney World will be there, and it'll be fine. I know. So yeah, when Brian's ready, Lucy will be ready, and I know you'll be ready. So it'll be good. Yes. All right. Wait, we're going to jump out of here and uh, wish everybody a happy Wednesday. Safe travel. So everybody headed down to Spring Surprise this week. So have a great flight or a great drive, and we'll see you down there. Don't forget our show is always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That really supports everything we do throughout the year. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You guys make all these shows possible, and our patrons get that bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, come on over. We'd love to have you. Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. Give Ricky a follow on social media. See all the fun stuff she's doing at Ricky Nibs, R-I-K-K-I-N-I-B-S. Scott's at Epscott, E-P-S-C-O-T. Give me a follow at Mike. That's Instagram and Twitter. I'll be updating everything from Walt Disney World and from the air on the way down early, early Thursday morning through Sunday evening. And uh, we'll share some of the magic of Walt Disney World with you this weekend if you are missing your favorite place. No live show this Sunday night, of course, because I will just be getting back from Walt Disney World, but we'll do it two, uh, a week from this Sunday night taking your calls and having fun. We love those shows. So I hope you do too. All right. We're going to be back again on Friday. We're going to do another one of our drafts. We're going to get Ricky up to speed on what a draft is, how they work. And then we're going to smoke her in the draft. We're going to show, we're going to um, do like the St. Louis Rams used to do in the, or the St. Louis football Cardinals back when I was a kid in the draft, they were terrible. They would take guys with their first pick that would get cut and it was horrible. So maybe that'll happen. Maybe Ricky will be a surprise. Who knows? Maybe she'll beat us. And then you guys can rate how we did. We don't even know what our, what our rounds are going to be, what our categories are going to be. So stand by for that. And hopefully you can take this with you uh, this weekend. If you're going around town, driving around the car, doing your chores, uh, hopefully it'll give you a laugh and you can have a conversation with your family. Use this as a, a conversation starter in the car for your draft with your family as well. All right, we're going to get out of here and see you again on Friday. So for Ricky and Scott, I'm Mike wishing you a great Wednesday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.